The Pete Carroll Show. The first word from the Seahawks head coach every Monday at 930 with Brock and Song. Brought to you by Pizza Hut on Seattle Sports Station. Coach, good morning. Hey. What's going on? Nice day yesterday. Beautiful win. Beautiful day. What an incredible day. Yeah. Great sports weekend here in Seattle with everything that uh, all the different games going on Saturday and Sunday. It was quite a wild weekend, and uh, you guys came up with the win. What would you do differently? Well, we we did do a few things. Um, First off, we, we, we were riding the inspiration of the Mariners, you know having fun when we were watching them in our team meeting waiting for the meeting to start as they were trying to finish and get very the, long meeting yeah <laughs> <laughs> fortunately we were it came right almost within minutes of when we were starting our meeting so we were hanging with them and pulling for them and all that which was whether they won or not they had already been inspirational you know in in, in their part and in, in getting us fired up and all that so it was fun to watch that but anyway uh the the weekend went great. We balanced it out. You know, we we have a lot of things that we need to do better. The red zone offensive thing just nah, really disappointed in that because we're just better than that. We can make our touchdowns, and uh, we didn't get that done. But um, defense gives up three points in the first drive and shuts them out the rest of the day. That's a great job, man. Really good uh, good advancement for us. We've been looking for it, been waiting for it. You could see a lot of guys, you know, played really active. A lot of guys rolled through there and and contributed and. and uh, I thought Clint did a really good job, and, and Sean and, and the guys, you know, putting stuff together. We got it in the right framework for the to help our guys the best we could, even without Al, and uh, and a lot of guys, you know, really did their part. Six different guys on sacks, you know, that, that's that's a that's a uh, that's a good spread, and it was fun to share that with the players. You mentioned those Mariners, uh, Pete. As the season went on, I guess they played 162, 167 games. They played Mariners ball, and they knew what that was. Pitch, excellent, hit a home run, clean defensively. I wonder six games in now with this group and so many young people, do you feel like this is Seahawks ball? If you could define like the way this group is going to play, this group is going to win, what that will look like? Well, it, it's certainly felt reminiscent of so many days in the in the stadium, where as the game wears on, we're playing better, and the ball starts coming our way, and we're rushing the passer, and the crowd's going crazy, and we're having a ball, and, and that that felt like uh, the kind of Seahawk football that that we've known, and it was just so obviously the similar. You could feel the juice of the of the crowd with the pass rush. And the quarterback can't get a chance to even throw the football. And those are the same guys that were rushing last week and the week before, you know, and all that. But so uh, to see that connection take place, and, and it did nece- it definitely felt like, yeah, this is what we're looking for. And so uh, we're going to try and capture it. So what was it? What, what did the defense do differently to come out and have that outcome versus what we've seen in the previous games? Well, we, we did some things. You know, uh, we we declared made some declarations this week in, in trying to put our guys in the very best situation. We thought maybe we needed to try to adjust how we had been going. I'm not going into all the details, please. But um, we we did, uh, you know, we adjusted some. And the guys took to it, and they played extremely aggressively up front. And the, the, the whole thing started there. And, and uh, you, you also could see that uh, we played better in coverage, too. We were closer on routes. We had more plays made. Uh, you saw Kobe make some good plays. You saw Ryan make some plays on the ball again, and and uh, you, so it's just getting a little bit harder <laughs> for our opponent. And uh, so that was it was. I, th- I think you'll see us continue. We're going to continue to expand and grow. Uh, it takes a while sometimes. You saw guys play better. You know, Kobe played better. Ryan played better. Mafe played better. Uh, Daryl 
Taylor looked looked more the, the guy that we're looking for, the, the flash on the edge and get around the corner and knock that ball out like he did in such great fashion. And Puna played a great game. He had, he had his best game. And uh, so... What was the difference for him? Well, he, he winds up playing a little more on the edge, you know, than, than he had been. And uh, it just helped his, his, I don't know, his mentality was good. I, you know, I don't know that... He wasn't always ready for the opportunity. Now the opportunities arise because uh, he's a good, hard-working kid. But uh, he, he is a better edge player than he is a two-gap player right down the middle of guys. And so we we you know, were able to help him there some in the game, and that was a, a, maybe a bit of, a, of the difference. And I don't think I've ever seen Brian Monet play that well. And he was filling some really large shoes. I don't know how what shoe size Al Woods wears, but the width and the Whatever, depth. they're and, huge. Yeah, they're enormous. <laughs> and I... I thought Monet, I mean, so as you rattle those off, right? Puna played his best game. That's the best I've ever seen Monet play as a Seahawks. Shelby was super, super active. I mean, that group up front in many ways set the tone for the rest of the guys, did it not? It, it is where the, where our adjust, adjustments were the were the most obvious in our thinking and how we played those guys. And so to see them pick up like that and, and be such a big factor in the game, and as the game wore on, they got better, um, that's that's a big plus for us. I don't think we can talk about the defense without talking about this kid, Tariq Woolen. I mean, he, he is <laughs> something special. Let, let's get you some early raves today. Let's not go too deep into this. Let's get it going right, right now. Right. This was uh, this was four weeks in a row we've seen one of these. Seattle lines up four to rush on Tyler Murray, and they rush four. Murray steps up, he's going to throw deep down the sideline, and Woolen reaches up, and he makes another interception. Are you kidding me? Tariq Woolen, perfect position, intercepts his fourth in four games. And Woolen now has become the seventh player in franchise history to record an interception in four consecutive games. The last one was B.B. Brandon Browner back in 2011. How has he, first of all, how did he slip to the fifth round? Like, how is this a fifth-round pick, and he's this good already? <laughs> you got to go look at the film. <laughs> you look at the film, you can see why. He, he, he wasn't playing like this. Uh, you know, he, he showed the potential, and he had all of the stuff that, that would make you think he could, but he was really, um, he, he was Wrong. not a steady performer. He was up and down and in and out and kind of wasn't real sure of himself. Like he is now, he's he's a really bright kid, and he's picked it up, and he's seeing things now. He's talking about stuff that he picked up during the game that gave him a, a little hint on that route that that he picked off, and uh, you know, there's just there's he's just taking to it, and uh, so I we couldn't tell, you know, we didn't know, you know, we didn't know about Sherm either, and, you know, I didn't, that was that was not obvious either, but it was almost identical in in the way the whole thing formatted and came came to be, you know. What does Monday to Saturday have to do with that success on Sunday? Monday to Saturday, so you're you're talking about the work week? Hey, just yeah, just the preparation of Kobe and Mafe and Woolen and all and Ken and your ta- uh, you know, I, I I'm looking at your practice report every week, Pete, and the beauty is these young guys are not just getting reps Sunday and oh, balling, gosh. but the work Monday to Saturday, I'm gonna guess been pretty critical. Yeah, no, there's so much to be gained that, that every day is of extreme value to these guys. And, and they're, you know, we try so hard to make them take every day seriously and, and every snap matters, you know, and the walkthrough snaps and everything. We're coaching Woolen to step and, and, and jam guys at the line of scrimmage in the walkthroughs every single snap. And, it, you know, it's hard to get to do that. You go 40 minutes and you 50 something plays and, you know, and, and but 
the more that these guys, you know, get repped out, the better they're going to go with it. You can see you've got natural football players. They're, they're making plays. Kobe is just doing marvelous things, and his coverage was the best it's been by far uh, this this weekend. So there's nothing that he and, and of the things he just did in the game that he couldn't have done weeks before, but he wasn't ready to yet. So uh, we'll just keep going at it and just keep growing and. and and try to keep him on the field a lot because he makes the. I mean, think what he's doing. He just punch, didn't he punch the ball? Is it four times in a row? Yeah. Four weeks in a row. Yeah, they, that that's remarkable because we got a lot of other guys out there playing too, you know. But this one guy keeps figuring out a way to do it, so uh, makes him really stand out. It, it dawns on me as you're talking that these two guys that you guys have had a lot of really good, you know, members of your secondary over the years, and even since the Legion of Boom group, there have been some pretty good players in here, but I don't know that that too many of them have had the ball skills that these two guys seem to have. Does that help set them apart? Yeah, what you haven't really seen yet is, is Kobe's ball skills to catch the football. He's got just marvelous hands. Mm. Hand-eye coordination, timing, one hand, you know, special catches, uh, stealing the ball away from guys when you couldn't you, know, you couldn't see a way to do it. He could figure it out. He's really going to be something. He hasn't had... He almost had one uh, on the cross route yesterday. He, I was surprised he didn't catch it. Uh, he knocked the ball away, but he's gonna he's gonna get interceptions. He's gonna make them, and, and he'll make he'll he'll score touchdowns in the situations. He'll get those picks in. So he's that's just you, you can't stop that from happening. The fumbles thing, the forcing the fumbles is just a whole nother dimension of his play that we really didn't appreciate until we saw him doing it. Okay, so if Tariq was raw as a roadrunner down in the Alamo Dome, and I get it to fall to the fifth round. Uh, Kobe was the Jim Thorpe Award winner. Right? I mean, he was he was incredibly decorated. How did he fall to the fourth? He, he didn't run a great time. You know, he didn't run a, a you know a, a first round type of time. And I think the guys watched him and they, they saw uh, you know not the maybe the above the the level of, you know for athletics. They might have seen that. You know, I, mean, I don't remember what his shuttle times were and stuff like that. But it, something held him back. In the in the regard of the scouting departments, you know, because of those things, it wasn't because he wasn't a playmaker. It wasn't it, maybe also you know he played next to Sauce and Sauce got all the love and so because he was had all of the numbers and all. But Kobe was the guy who was making all the plays. Um, to the you know the, obviously he was the Thorpe winner, mm-hmm. but uh, um, so I, I just think it, sometimes like I'll give you another one, DK DK coming out, you know. He was not as regarded as highly as he should have been regarded. And look at him now, you know, and he caught uh, 24 balls his senior year. But there was another guy on the other side of the field that was catching balls. It's a great player, too. And and sometimes maybe that affects these guys and how they get evaluated. You know, you can't say that there's two great players on the same team. You know, maybe they think that way. I don't know. So but we got to learn from this. I assume uh, now Geno Smith's going to be doing a little more lead blocking. Now that we, yeah, we how about that? Kind of leading the play with, with Geno ran ran the ball well yesterday. He even slid one time. Is he getting fast? I'm, I'm kind of conf- Geno Smith is confusing me, Coach. I, I got to be perfectly <laughs> honest. He's better than I've seen him for all the years we've watched him play, even in preseason and practice out here. He's running better than he ran at any of those times. What, what has happened to Geno Smith? You know, I just just don't think you could eye the talent. Is what it comes. Uh, well, down that's to obviously true. I did think he we all make know a? That. Did he make Make a plant-based turn too, Pete. Has he gone to the fountain of youth? <laughs> I don't know, but he's he's he, he sure is. He's primed and ready for for the moment, isn't he? I mean, the fact that he's got this chance, he's been he's been waiting for it. He was ready as could be, and and he's he's demonstrating it week in week out. But a good solid game again. Really, we didn't we we didn't get the ball out as quickly as we wanted to a couple times, and so he got hammered back there a little bit. But uh, otherwise, he played a good smart football game and, and gave us a great chance to win. 
Yeah, it just felt like this game, and Arizona can do that a little bit, feast or famine with all their pressure and all their looks and guys up in the gaps and everything to speed up a QB. I was curious in this one, as much as any this year, Pete, how he would handle that. And I'll tell you, man, I loved the reaction after the punt gaffe. Right, you're you're in the lead, and they showed him on the sidelines. I don't know if you've watched a TV copy yet, and he kind of flipped his helmet in the air, like ah. Oh. But then he snaps in, and then you guys respond right away, you know, to come right back down the field and score. So, I mean, you brought up the name Rich Gannon to us a week ago, right? Is a guy late in his career that that turned this thing. I mean, we're just watching a guy to to Mike's point that is just different than anything that we have seen from the outside. You truly have seen this on the inside. Yeah, and I, I I really appreciate your perspective being a QB, and because you, you know, you know, you you've been in the situation, been a backup, and you know what that is, and all that whole world. To see a guy pop out of this, this can't happen because because the game gets easier for them. And, and at one point, I mean, I've said, remember how many years I would say, let's get give the Russell another year, let's give him the, at least his fourth year, his fifth year before we try to figure out, you know, what he knows and how he's playing and all, because it takes so long. Cause this is a hard position, and all the young guys that are trying, look how how they take their lumps, you know, as they're getting started. But once they get over, like through the, the threshold of they can see the game, they understand two deep, they understand one deep, they, they know zero coverage and blitzes and stuff, and it's just normal for them. Now you can see their athleticism come to the front, and it's happened. There's plenty of past stories. We don't talk about that very much, though. It's like a guy waiting for his moment to come, and if he, if he, they can hang long enough, and they can be the right kind of backup guy as they're as they're developing their talents, emerges potentially a, a, a fantastic talent, and that's what we're seeing. Yeah, you know, I think one of the reasons, though, is that a lot of the guys who wait that long finally get their chance and, and don't succeed. And John Clayton always used to say, you know, a good backup quarterback could win you three games, and then he could lose you the next three. <laughs> and Where's that, John when we need him? I know. Well, that just it's always sort of stuck with me, and, and I wondered if that would be Geno. Last year we saw a little of that when he mm-hmm. came in as a backup, but – being given the job this year, or winning the job this year, it sure Appreciate seems it. as if he is not. He doesn't look like that. He doesn't look like somebody who's about to lose you three games. No, I don't think so at all. I think he's he's. You I mean stuff can change in in any direction here? But if he just keeps on, you know, shoveling the garbage, you know, just every day, just keep doing it. And uh, Jerry Burns used to say, if you shovel long enough you know you pull on your hip boots and that's just the way the world is and, and you'll make something out of yourself you know and uh gino's doing it and so he just just keep him in the in the pocket that's why i said we well, you know we don't talk about gino mm-hmm. how are your other rookies doing how are those two tackles right uh yesterday at arizona jj watt all the stuff that they present how'd your two rookie tackles come out of well, how'd you one? like your first play abe <laughs> very first play <laughs> jumped off size against, against the big fella he came, he came at me at, at, i think it was after the game he said that first play that was i was looking at the guy i gotta tell you uh, i jumped because he was over there <laughs> you know or something like that he said and, uh so but then it was fine the rest of the game you know so he settled in and did right those guys can they can handle it um you know they got pushed a little bit at times you know and we held the ball a little bit at times and, and we got run by uh you know once or twice but they're doing a great job and, and they're play after play they're this is remarkable that they're holding up so steadily and we'll just you know hopefully keep growing and, and getting better the, the, we're going to have a chance to see this whole thing about when ricky's play is you know early on and we get to the mid-year you know our, what kind of factor can they become I mean, it's the for our guys they're kind of accelerating that that a little bit but um this is really going to give us a chance to be good in the second half of this season 
The last group of, of rookies that came in and had a lot of success for you um, not only did it on the field, but really became very close off the field. And we're learning even more about that now with our weekly talk with KJ and some of those guys, <laughs> yeah. just how close those guys yeah. became and how they grew up together. What do you see with this young class? And certainly they're having a lot of success on the field. What do they look like together off the field in the locker room, leadership-wise, et cetera? <laughs> they look like a bunch of guys who are just kind of being quiet and following along with the, with the routine. So not they're, like that last no, Well, no, no. Those guys weren't They weren't all that they were, you know, at what they had become. I don't believe Sherm has ever been quiet. Well, I don't believe you. No, no, no. I'm, I'm not saying he was okay, real yeah. quiet. And, Earl, and Earl, Earl wasn't was real quiet. Quirky. No, Earl, Earl was I don't Earl believe Doug was quiet. Like, I just don't believe you. I'm sorry, Coach. I, I'm, I'm thinking of the other guys. I'm thinking of Cam and KJ and Bobby. I mean, those guys, ah. those guys were quiet uh, um, for uh, most of their career, and then they, you know, but they were still great leaders, you know. So what what happens? You know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I mean, how these guys want to want to take it. Remember the, the story I tell you about Cam? You know, he didn't want to be the, the leader early on. He said, "I'm not I'm done anything yet." Well, these guys are more like that. They're 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 going to be uh, quietly, I think, emerging into the kinds of leaders that we we're, we're going to really be grateful for. Who is Cam Walker in the in the, in that mix of those guys and his talent and his personality? Uh, he's he's a hard nosed kid now. He I mean, he's easy going, you know, kind of soft spoken, but he's got a real edge to him, and, and it's an edge that you really like. He's tough, and he he doesn't want to give an inch to anybody, and he don't he doesn't care how old they are or where they come from. He's not going to give you an inch, and, and uh, he's a real battler. Really makes you think that this guy could be really something special. How did he handle his first day of, of really being the guy? Well, he, he he had fun with it. He was having fun in the game. You know, he really enjoyed it, and he was really fired up after the touchdown run. And uh, he he knew that he just missed on the other shot that he had. And um, but he's still he's still pretty quiet though. Pretty you know he's not. I mean, look at his celebration. You know, it was kind of you know well, about a C. <laughs> you know, I don't think it was a great one, but. Uh, uh, I'm not saying he can't dance, but it didn't didn't show in that moment right. there. But um, huh. I, I think we just need to keep watching this kid. He's he's more like Cam than a lot of guys. You know, he's quiet, he's tough, uh, and, and he's going to have a lot to say in a little with a few words. I don't think he needed to dance because I think he did a fake stiff arm, which I don't know that I've ever seen that move. It was kind of a I don't know what that was. I called it, it wax a... on, wax off. He quickly oh. gave him the Mr. Miyagi wax on, wax off, yeah. and and Byron Murphy had no idea what to do. Kind of stunned him. I don't know, kind of like the roadrunner kind of, you know, wheels are spinning and you don't know where he's going. All of a sudden he's beyond you. He just jumped right past the guy. Hey, are we going to see Bruce this week? I don't know. We'll see. See how he's got to put his pads on. See, he hasn't played in a while, you know, all year long. So we got to make sure we bring him along. He made really good impressions on practice. He looked good. And so we'll see what happens. Why is he here? Um, Stability. We needed uh, rotational help. We, you know, as soon as we lost uh, Bam Johnson for a, you know a month or so, you know, we thought we needed to keep that rotation going. We're trying to help these guys along, not play them too much and overplay them with Mafe and and even Daryl and and uh, and we're, the one guy's playing a ton is Chenna. We got to try to keep him fresh. It's a long haul, so we want a good you know active rotation. We'll see if we can get that done. As much as I love to see Kobe punching a ball out every week and, and Woolen getting a turnover every week, I don't love Michael Dixon, you know, in the situations he's had to, had, had to be in back-to-back It was weeks. a jailbreak. We, we screwed up the protection, and, and, yeah. and he, he gets hammered. He didn't, you know, why didn't he just fall down? Well, because he was going to try to kick it until he he was just shocked that he was, you know, he was hit that, that cleanly. So um, it's, it's unfortunate. I don't even know. I don't know what to tell you. We have to get rid of this. It's stupid that we're playing football and giving them the ball, you know, and, and touchdowns and stuff like that. That's crazy. We we had one in preseason, too. I don't know. I've, I've never seen anything like it. But uh, we we got to get rid of it. 
How'd you guys come out of it physically, Pete? Pretty good. Uh, yeah, uh, I think uh, Isaiah Dunn's got a little hamstring strain was the only thing that we we would even think to report. So we'll see how he does. But um, other, otherwise, we came out pretty good. We, we have some guys that missed. You know, we've got to get Big Al back and uh, get some guys back out there. So um, we're okay right now. You mentioned Nuosu and, and you know wanted to get him some rest. I, I would assume he's on the field because you feel like you can't take him off. He's been so good. What is it about him? I mean, he, he's uh, a free agent. You guys have as successful as you've been over the years with the draft, and trades, et cetera. Some of the free agents have been hit or miss. He seems like he fits perfectly. What 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 is that? Yeah, he does. Well, he is a real Trojan. ball player. He is a Trojan. Is that right. it? Is, well, that he, the, is that the secret? He, well, I'll tell you, he is a Trojan. He's the real deal. And uh, um, that element added to your team is, is so valuable. And, and he's tough. He's smart. He's strong. He's forthright. He's you know he saw him screwing up at the end of the game last week because he was just so feisty, all the way to the last fighting second. You know, um, you know. So he noticed that fight there, uh, Brock. You know, fight on. Mm. And uh, but he um, but he's also he's he's a creative player too. You know, he's got some good stuff to him. Well, he's two hundred seventy pounds. You know, he's he's got he's got some real power, and so uh, he's been a, a really exciting addition to the team we got to get you running but uh last two things did you get to watch usc saturday night that was uh i saw the end of it yeah yeah <sighs> poorly called i thought i mean it's a good called. game i, I didn't think the, the tv yes. you know, call it, it, was very good no it got messed up yeah it yeah. got messed up i don't know what the heck was going on <laughs> okay so along those lines will you be watching the tv call tonight i mean the chargers broncos we're not going to miss a second of that one we get all the tidbits and everything that that's a great game for us to watch that, that's perfect for me to have that on that that going on and i get the film going on and a couple coaches sitting in the room while we're it's a great moment i can't wait for monday night and this will be fun sounds pretty good coach we'll look forward to uh, talking to you next week continue good luck we'll talk then all right see you there you go there goes coach carroll we're gonna turn things over to bump and stacy next we'll be back tomorrow morning at six o'clock brock the hay oh that went too fast it's in the barn barn see you see ya Get to the chopper!